0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of up in flames the last you see me of up in flames was in june or july when were you hit july july it was in july and it was a live episode with chris lebron so it's been a minute nfl is back so it's only right to return and have my guy in the building unfortunately we are not live he was able to come visit dallas at the same time i was here so it was a great coincidence that they we were able to link chris how you been bro i'm doing
1: good bro you know just been busy with work and all that but football season is upon us it's the first game of the year excited excited about my
0: g-men this season so i'm ready to go i'm pumped yeah 100 so we'll get into that right after this Tell you my problems, meditating my silence But I keep pushing my pen, rotating my stylus Brokenness feeling like sin, now no cref, low dollar Used to be left on red, now all the girls go holler Now all the girls go follow, all the fake friends gon' pile up I need peace to borrow, get that shit right back tomorrow Somehow all the fans go bravo, smile so much to hide my sorrow. Faith is shaky and verbato Once again, we are back and we are live, so we're not going to talk too much about the Chiefs-Lions game. For the simple fact, we are going live right now to kind of talk a little bit about the NFL season, but at the same time, if you're going to listen to the audio, you'll be listening to this on Friday. By then, anything we say about the Chiefs and Lions will will have been seen, understood, and everybody will be breaking that down on Friday. I'm sure we'll do that this weekend at some point, but... Like I said, my guy Chris LeBron is back on the podcast, and we are going to preview just a couple topics since I haven't really talked NFL. I've done it on Ken's show, I've done it on Rob's show, I've done it on a few others, but at the same time, like I haven't done it on Up in Flames. The last I recorded was in July. Uh, it's been hectic, been working a lot. Uh, you know, finally got some time to just chill, um, get back potting. You know, I was able to record a couple of Phil Stormer's episodes with Walker. Um, we got a steady schedule for that. So we'll give you two a week for sure. Um, for field stormers every week. We're basically gonna preview and recap. It's gonna be our two episodes a week. Try and start getting some guests there. Um, so I was able to kick back field stormers, which is 100 percent full focus in effect. But Chris, the NFL season is up on us. Like, and I don't know. This 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 year feels different, and it's not about my team. It's it's not about nothing with the Cowboys, bro. This year just feels like. There's a lot of storylines. There's a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of good football teams. There's some mm-hmm. players on some mid-level football teams that we want to see take some jumps. Um, bro, there's been so much. I mean, the addition of Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets, obviously I feel like has a different feel in New York altogether. Now they're going a little too far. talking about it's a Jets town now. Like, You got to win some games. Before you do that, when you're talking about The Jets did make the playoffs last year and the Giants did. I'm sorry. Uh, I feel like you just can't make that claim when the Giants have run New York, you know, for the past, what, 30 years, essentially, like. Forever. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm just saying, like, of recent memory that really of relative history that even matters. The Jets
1: all made the playoffs, and I think they might have the longest drought, I think. So, since 2009, all right, that's the last when they had they when they went back to back AFC championships. So they can't claim nothing until they got to the playoffs first. So
0: we yeah, got two but, in,
1: that, yes. in, in that span since they had the little two year, nice little two year run. We've been to the Super Bowl. We won two Super Bowls. So
0: yeah, so and it's one of those, you know, you know, I think that leads into our first topic, which who's the most overrated, most overhyped team, but overrated or overhyped. Um coming into this season, I'm not gonna go the Jets route for the simple fact I know you might because you're a New Yorker, or everybody just tired to talk about the Jets until they win some games and we can understand that they are overhyped. I think that's the everybody thinks they're overhyped. I'm gonna go with the team that plays tonight. I'm gonna go the Detroit Lions, and I think it's gonna be relatively worse if they beat Kansas City. And I understand Kansas City, no Travis Kelsey. Chris Jones, which is a weird situation because he's holding out, but he's gonna be at the stadium really?
2: watching the really suite. That.
0: He's gonna be watching the game from a suite um to see the Super Bowl on un- you know the banner reveal or whatever. You know, they're gonna be celebrating winning the Super Bowl. Um, but I think it's the Detroit Lions because I do think they got better. I'm never big on rookies making that much of an impact until they do it. Like, I'm not like, oh my god, they got Jameer Gibbs. So Oh, uh, that's exactly what they needed. Oh my God, they got Jack-, Jack Campbell on defense, so you know that's exactly what they needed. I think they're a good team, and I think they have the possibility. I don't know. Maybe they win their con- or what? Maybe they win their division. Maybe not. I think there's some things up in the air. I think we felt better about like Green Bay since seeing Jordan Love in the preseason, and I know like. It's preseason, but that's all you have to go on. And I'm going to talk about preseason hype when I talk about my sleeper team, but that's all you have to go on. You've seen some plays. You not know evaluate without overvaluing anybody. I think Jordan Love looked good. He looked like he's ready to go. Uh, Minnesota is still Minnesota. At the end of the day, they won a lot of close games. I just think, bro, Detroit, like, you would almost think they're Super Bowl contenders this year. God forbid they are because then this will be on, like, freezing cold takes you know, at the end of the season that you called them the most overhyped team. And then they reach the super bowl. But I just think it's the Detroit lions. I think we're putting way too much in Jared Goff. He's really good. Like he's, he's pretty good. He, he he can win you a playoff game or two, but they're putting him like he's out of this category. Like he doesn't fall in the same category as Dak Prescott, Kirk cousins, Derek Carr, Kyla Murray. Like that's the lump of quarterbacks that he fall into. And I think they're trying to lift him up a little more than that. So My most overrated, overhyped, I don't want to say overrated, just overhyped team. Nobody's really overrated until the season starts. So my most overhyped team is the Detroit Lions. Uh, Before we get to you, Rob's in the building. Rob, what's going on, bro?
3: How's it going, guys?
0: Hey, fully representing the USC, I see. Hey, there's,
3: There's a better week this week.
0: If there's a year to represent, it's definitely this year for USC. They look like they could make some good things happen if you're just an optimistic fan and not kill them for everything that you want to kill them for. Chris, who's your most overhyped team?
1: The San Francisco 49ers.
0: Uh, well, this is Brock Purdy slander incoming because I know no, how Chris is about Brock Purdy. Boy. It's not
1: even Brock Purdy so much. It's more of like Kyle Shanahan and just the Oregon, the front office. like not like to go into the season with a Super Bowl ready roster, right? And to be like, we're going to go into this season at the time with Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, and Brock Purdy who destroyed his arm in the NFC Championship game, to me is it, – it should be – you should get arrested for that. Aaron Rodgers is right there. You, you, like, you're telling me – like, you, you, you're telling me that they didn't think about it, yo – we should go get Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't. He's not going to be in Green Bay. Why don't we full port, full court press and, and go get him? Because we get him, we're going to Super Bowl. Like they're a Super Bowl team. Like they're they're the
0: favorites, Easy. But are you able to sign Nick Bosa to that five year, hundred and what do he get? You got. What get?
1: One seventy or whatever. One seventy seven. You figure it out. You, you you may have to take left. But guess what? You got Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback. Then that's that's Well, listen, that's more a little bit more important than Joey Bosa. They still got a great defense even without Jersey. But yes, Bosa's the defensive player of the year. He wrecks havoc. Yes, but guess what? If you got twelve back there, it it, it makes up for if, if Bosa's missing. I don't
0: time. think Aaron Rodgers was able to be had the way we thought for San Francisco though. Like it, I don't know. Did did Rodgers want to go there? Like he still hasn't flat out like, oh yeah, San Francisco is number one on my list, but
1: Ooh. they weren't. Me you know Aaron, he ain't going to say, yeah, I want to be a 49er and all that. But we didn't even hear the 49ers. And, like, but didn't just,
3: he say after he was done with that whole solo retreat, like he said he wanted to play for the Jets? Yeah, yeah like, like
0: he, he I Jets, to win I win. want to be a Jet. Where, my my only thing with where, where you're coming from is, okay, I'm with you on like, I think it was more of a miraculous run than an indictment on this is what San Francisco is about to be for the next three to four years. But if you're Kyle Shanahan, can you do what you just did two years ago? You, you Your seventh-round quarterback takes you to the NFC Championship game. He gets hurt. We understand that. They just two years ago went to the NFC Championship game with Jimmy Garoppolo, turn around and trade up and give a king's ransom to draft Trey Lance because they said that wasn't good enough. Exactly. Do you turn around and do the same thing, essentially the same thing two years from now? You you try and go into the situation without fully admitting you're wrong about Trey Lance. That's another thing. You ain't want
1: to your last
0: minute admitted you were wrong about Trey Lance. So they were dead
1: wrong about Trey Lance, right? Obviously. They and they realized it's it's different to self-admit that. Yeah, but now you know, all right, let's we if you go after Aaron Rodgers, you know what the hell Aaron Rodgers is. Like, even with a down year for Aaron Rodgers, that's better than anything in the guy, and that might be good enough with the weapons they have to get to the Super Bowl. And like I just don't get how and regard so they don't get Aaron Rodgers. Like you 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 telling me you're going into the season with the the three quarterbacks they had all right they got rid of Lance, you know, what a few weeks ago. They realized they met. they butchered that situation and terribly and they but it seems like they keep butchering the quarterback position and that's cost them maybe what a couple oh, super bowl or two. Like this team is ready to, this is the, their window is is not as open as, as people think like Kittle is brittle. He's always hurt. You know, they, they got, got, you know, Debo Samuel is a very physical guy. He might not, you know, last for long. Like, you know, Bosa, you know, they, they got guys who, who might be getting up there like a little bit, and like, that, that run, that open, that window closes quick. So, like, why not capitalize on this window and go after a, an established quarterback? And, you know, I know Purdy was solid last year, but to go into, with, with his elbow and all that, and then you got Sam Darnold and And with the land situation, like, I don't know. For me.
3: I'll I'll tell you why. I
1: just just have a – my gut is telling me that I can see this season not going as well as as people thinking, like people saying Super Bowl, you know, at least – or maybe at least NFC Championship. I could see – I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, I think Seattle could maybe jump them. You know, I, I I could see that, you know, in a way. I think I think Seattle, I'm still trying to figure out Geno Smith. Like, you know, it's hard to, like, be fully in because it's like it's still Geno Smith. But so, I, I don't know. It's just a weird situation. I, just... I, I don't trust the 49ers. I don't trust the, the quarterback situation, the, the the injuries. to Could be injuries to key position players. I don't know. Just not feeling them. I don't like how they handle the quarterback situation stuff. And, and I think that could backfire to them really bad. So, I, I think they're kind of very overrated.
0: Well, really,
1: yeah, overrated in my opinion.
0: Before we go to you, Rob, we got another special guest in the building. Ken graced us with his presence a little bit before he hang out and go watch. Probably why well, I, I assume hanging out and watching an opening kickoff Lions versus Chiefs. Ken, what's going on?
2: Figured I couldn't miss the rare opportunity that you podcast, so I should probably hop on and actually. Hey, I uh, uh, hey I, all yeah, I I I'm saying
1: is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all I'm
0: saying is I've launched Phil Storms. I've made I, I, I've graced your your show with my oh, presence. Yeah. and with Rob, like hey, you know what I'm saying? I ain't been all the way dead to the world where it's like oh, you just go away for months. I at least pop up here and there. Just might not be on up in flame. So Rob, who's your most overhyped team?
3: Um, trying to go different from you guys. Um, I'm gonna go L.A. Chargers. I, I'm not oh, I completely sold on Justin Herbert. I wasn't sold on him coming out of the draft.
0: What I'm do you mean paying. by not sold on him though? Like like he's not,
3: he's not worth the money. What they just paid him is that that's going to be detrimental and that's going to be the single biggest reason that team and and he alone never wins the Super Bowl. Never makes it close. Because yes, he puts up numbers. Cool. Dang. He, he puts <laughs> up numbers. You know who else put up numbers? Jameis Winston. 30 and 30 or what was it? 50 and 51 year, he was balling.
0: Yeah, 30 for 30. He yeah. did throw for 30, but he did throw over 5,000 yards that year, too. Right. And he was do balling. Who
1: cares? Right. Do 30, you... I don't care if you threw over 9,000 yards. You threw 30 interceptions, bro. Right. That's, that's, How what, many I'm many ruin that's game. what I'm saying. Um,
3: that's what I'm saying. That roster it reminds me a little bit of, of San Francisco, what Chris was just saying. The roster is kind of built to win right now. Austin Eckler is still – you can argue he's still in his prime. He might come down this season a little bit, but he's still in his prime. Still got Mike Williams. That defense is solid. You have the pieces right there to win a Super Bowl. But I don't think Justin Herbert is the answer. And what they just paid him is going to be is going to hurt them down the road. Even outside of just the whole, I don't believe in paying quarterbacks a, a truckload of money to begin with. But him specifically, not worth the money. Damn. Like I'm
1: a YouTube quarterback, like Colin Coward would say. Is yeah. he a YouTube quarterback? Yeah, he might be. He might be a YouTube quarterback.
0: I think this year will be very telling. I will say that. Like, I feel like there should be some pressure. Like, I feel like they're getting a lot of hype and not put like there's not a lot of pressure put on what's going on over there. Cause you didn't fire your coach when everybody thought you might go get Sean Payton. Um, you went and hired the an offensive coordinator that. Had okay, if Justin Herbert's top five, you know Kellamore had a top ten-ish quarterback, ten-ish, you know, for sake of argument, and it was what? What was that office the whole time under Kellamore? Empty calories. They're putting up numbers, but it's not leading the big time wins. So I could see the Chargers being in the same boat. I just think Justin Herbert a little bit better than like. <laughs> Rob has a point because he's not really winning in the playoffs. So
3: like it could be like hey. You're not even really- not really winning. He is not he's made the playoffs once. He's
0: only been and in what three years though? This is year four.
3: Same as Joe Burrow, what? who's been in the playoffs but like, all the one bro, year. Just
0: like the second best quarterback in football. But, I mean, but but, but,
3: but that's that's my money. that's my point though. You look at what he did with the roster, the, the roster he took with to the Super Bowl, Bowl yeah. that <laughs> terrible <laughs> offensive line, given Jamar Chase dog um t higgins he hasn't like he could have won it they They should have won it it.
1: yeah they They should have won it but all those deficiencies
3: herbert has had a better team from the start than what joe burrow had and still has not been able to do he hasn't been able to come close to joe burrow Mm
0: -hmm. i mean i'm not like i don't fully disagree with you only because i mean bro like the point is like the YouTube quarterback, you do that in the regular season and it all looks good and you make the amazing throws, but, like, then you give up a four-touchdown lead when Trevor Lawrence handed you a game. He handed you a game. You could blame whoever, but the offense didn't score no more points. You could blame it on the defense falter, but at the same time, the offense, all they had to do was, what, score one more time in the second half? Trevor Lawrence handed you a game and then turned around, played absolutely amazing, outplayed you as an individual in the second half. Obviously, that was based on your defense, but still, Like Herbert should have a playoff win and a possible chance of possibly two, but he ended up blowing it. I think there's a lot more pressure on the Chargers than people want to admit. I I will say that like they're getting a lot of hype, but where's the pressure? Like because they'll put the pressure on some pressure. I
2: I
1: think I think think they give the I think for some reason the Chargers get away with a lot of stuff that if they were, you know, another team, like they. It just the pressure is just not there for some reason. It's weird. Because because, let let me let me answer it like because if Herbert was any other team, like we we would put pressure on all these some of these quarterbacks. But Herbert, some reason, he doesn't get the same flack as he probably maybe should. If he was in Mahomes'
2: division, he gets a pass.
3: There you go, and that's what I was trying to say. Any other division, the spotlight would be on. But nobody expects the Chargers to win the division. Nobody's saying they're going to go toe to toe with the Chiefs. They're expected to finish second every year, get a wild card berth, and maybe do something from there. Put him in any other division on any other team. And given last year you had what Derek Carr, the the complete disaster that Derek Carr was in Vegas last year, and then also the even bigger disaster that that Russell Wilson was in Denver, it took a lot of the media attention off of Herbert and the Chargers. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Especially
1: right. the Russell Wilson stuff. Yeah, Russell Wilson playing like like a below average, super below average quarterback, that kind of, and Matthew Patrick Mahomes, it kind of took away from Justin Herbert. And I feel like he's kind of benefited from that. But now that he's paid, he's the, high, he's the highest paid quarterback, right? Or did Lamar pass him?
0: Lamar passed him and then Joe Burrow's about to pass him by yeah, okay.
1: Sunday. But be, at the time being, you know, for like a minute, he was the highest paid quarterback. Now it's different. It's a different, it's a different atmosphere now. Now, hey man, you're the you're the highest paid quarterback or one of the, the top two highest paid quarterback. We, we got to see some. It's like you get a pass, you're on the rookie contract, you know, you're under the radar. Now you the you the you're the top paid man. Everyone thinks you're the top five quarterback. You think you're an MVP candidate. Show us, man. Because if you don't show us, you know, then what? what? What if they go seven and ten or you know eight and nine? Like, it's like, dude. You got all the weapons in the world. People kill were killed for the weapons. He and they drafted a, a first round wide receiver, the kid from TCU. He's got the weapons. He's got a running back, solid offensive line. They got they got a new uh, uh, Kellen Moore at the coordinator position, who, who's gonna try to elevate him. Like there's, I know the coach is a little suspect and all that, and his, his time management is a little whatever, but you know. If you want to take that next level and be Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes and or even Josh Allen, like you got to be able to, uh, and, perform. and Justin Herbert yeah. is the
3: highest paid quarterback. His average per year is 52, uh, 52,500,000 per year.
1: Well, 52000000 dollars. Hey, I need he you get Lamar.
3: yeah, he did, he got paid after okay. Lamar. Okay, that's the only reason why. And, and that's the, the thing, looking at his looking at the whole list of the, the top paid quarterbacks, not to get too far because I do want to get to Ken. Justin Herbert's the highest pay, fifty two and a half million. Lamar Jackson right behind him, fifty-two million. Jalen Hurts, Russell Wilson, uh 51 to 49 million, respectively. Each have at the very least been to a Super Bowl. Then you got Kyler Murray, who's not even probably not even going to play this year. Deshaun Watson who hasn't done anything. Then you got Patrick Mahomes at $45 uh million. Josh Allen, Stafford and Prescott. Like, like it goes back to my point. The 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 amount of money that these teams spend on quarterbacks is good, is the reason they don't win super bowls. Yeah.
1: What, yeah. what is Daniel Jones? Where's Daniel Jones on there?
3: Probably higher behind. than he should be.
0: He's right behind Dak. Right, right behind Dak. They like make the same pretty much. So Ken, who's your most overhyped team?
2: Crazy, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, I love hearing all that Chargers chatter. Um especially since I bet Herbert to an MVP this year. So
3: I, I wouldn't if he does. I wouldn't feel possible. possible. We're more I, talking I, about. He's like, Herbert I, I could very good. well win MVP and then get bounced in the first round again. Oh, yeah,
2: for sure. Like, I'm not taking them anywhere past that. I bet they're over win total at nine and a half. I bet them to win MVP. I'm not taking him to win any playoff game after that, but I just think that they could have a great regular season. Um, I think Green Bay stinks. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people who have that outside shot of, like, they're going to be the sixth or seventh playoff team in the NFC, and can oh we God. just cut this crap that they're a good football team? Well, they've
0: reverted to the fact of them winning the division now. Like, people are talking themselves into them winning the division.
2: I think the thing around this team is everyone's acting like Aaron was a big problem last year, and this was such a, like, good team outside of him, and he was such a distraction. And I'm like, I just don't see it. Like, people love to go like, yeah, they've got two great running backs. Like, we all didn't crap on A.J. Dillon all of last year for getting, like, three yards a carry. So, (laughs) let's cut it with the run game. You got a bunch of second-year weapons that were very hit and miss throughout the season, so I'm not just thinking that Jordan Love's going to step in and be some great quarterback, which, by the way, I don't think that he is. I think he's we don't have even to know
1: what is. he is. We have I, no I,
2: I don't think he's either. very good in the regular season action that I've seen. I don't want to hear preseason. Baker Mayfield looked great in preseason, and we know how that's going to look this season, so – I'm just not in on Green Bay being a playoff team. I think they are actually the fourth best team in their division. I said it on my show with Cole. I just don't believe in this team. I think they win six games. I think they're like 6-11, and 11 and we're like, oh, okay. So, like, Jordan Love, we have to start making decisions of maybe we don't have that next 15-year quarterback in our locker room, and maybe we should be pursuing other options that's my thoughts. I, I think that it's easy to pick on any AFC team to be overrated because at the end of the day, there's going to be some good teams that miss the playoffs in the AFC. Exactly.
1: I to say that, yeah. trying, to find,
2: trying to find that hidden gem in the NFC because you think that there's great betting odds around the Chicago Bears, the Green Bay Packers. Like, Can we just cut it out? That's just not the case. Those teams are probably a couple years away, and I think Green Bay is has higher expectations than even Chicago does, but everyone's talking themselves in the fields for MVP. So,
0: Well, going on to the next one, we know who Ken's sleeper team isn't. It will not be the Green Bay Packers. It will not be the Green Bay Packers. Well, I'm
2: going to have to sleep on the couch for that take, too, because that's my wife's team. So, like, if she's listening, like, I'm screwed. But
0: So, like, okay, I, so for sleeper team, I want to put – this isn't, like, who's your sleeper to win the Super Bowl? This is just like a team that maybe some others are out on squeezing into the playoffs. It could be like, hey, they're sneaky pick to win the Super Bowl. But it's not strictly like who's the sleeping giant to make the NFC or AFC championship. It's just like, what's a team that you think is going to outdo expectations? I'll start back around the clock. Rob, you go first.
3: (sighs) That was going to hate me for this. Just be biased. Because I... Looking at all the teams, I, I got to say the commanders, because Sam Howe, I love the way Sam Howe looked in the preseason. I like the way he looked week 18 last season against a number one, uh against one of the top defenses in the league, and got a new offensive coordinator, which whatever these players think about him, irrelevant, because I don't care if he's yelling. I don't care if he's calling them mama sideways. I, I don't care. You know, if they look good in the preseason, Tam McLaren, he's gonna he's still gonna be number one receiver. Jahan Dawson has potential to break out and be kind of what Juju Smith Schuster was in Pittsburgh when they had A B. That talk of he could be a one on some other teams. Um, and just the versatility of somebody like Curtis Samuel, that Eric Bienem is gonna be able to to use. Defense, obviously, defense looked good last year as well kept us in a lot of games big reason why we went on that four game winning streak um and and i don't want to be biased i don't do this on purpose but just looking at the teams Man, I, do I don't want to be
0: biased but i'm gonna pick my team Like
3: <laughs> because a lot of people are sitting here still saying Washington's gonna have a, a top five draft pick and i just don't see it no nah, i don't, I see, don't see it at now. all i had, I had them had in 20. Top six
1: Just top six that's it <laughs>
0: Bro, them bottom teams like them bottom like four is like pretty bad, and then like after that, you're like, uh, but them bottom four is bad. Like Honestly, if they're worse than that bottom if, four. If
2: you're not in the AFC, like you you're just at such a disadvantage to yeah. NFC teams, knowing that a, you,
3: a bad to mediocre yeah. NFC team is probably could He's probably to sneak in to that that seventh seed.
0: Bro, you're talking we're, about we're, a team like Buffalo. I'm not saying Buffalo misses the playoffs, I'm just saying hypothetically. Like, there's a world where the AFC East is really great and Buffalo or or Miami or the Jets don't make it but go 10 and 7. Like, there's a world where that happens. I'm not saying it's going to be the Bills. I was just, there's a world where freaking Lamar Jackson doesn't make the playoffs going 10 and 7. Like, we're talking about three wins over 500 and, like, 10 and 7, maybe even 11 and 6. Like, the AFC is good enough. You might lose a tiebreaker for the seventh seed at 11 and 6. I guess it might be
1: 2008 awesome. cuz remember 2008 the when he, when Brady blew out his knee the Patriots went 11 and 5 and they missed the playoffs. So it Bro, might there be was that one game.
0: year where the Bucks went 10 and 6 and missed the playoffs when Josh Freeman was the quarterback. Like I remember that they were 10 and 6 and a good team and missed the playoffs.
1: Remember Josh Freeman? I thought he was going to be that dude.
0: He was actually pretty good that one year though. But Ken, who is your sleeper team? Who, who is the, your and you're you're the betting guy, so I know you've already thought about this and you got some money on whoever you're about to say. On one of their futures, whatever your sleeper team is, you have money on this.
2: I can't help but think that you made that sound like I have a problem, but I'm 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 going to move past it. Maybe I have 45 future bets. Maybe. Who's to say, really? Uh, (laughs) Atlanta Falcons. I think the Falcons are the best team in the NFC South. I really do believe that I'm not a big believer in the Saints. I think they have a very good offensive core of weapons. I uh, i like their defense i think they lost a lot of close games early in the season i like what the defense is doing as well i think that that's a sleeper team that can win that division i'm not going to act like they're world beaters as you said this isn't who's going to win the nfc but when you have to win a division with quarterbacks of baker mayfield bryce young Derek carr i don't think that it's off the table that desmond raider has the team around him to lead them to the playoffs so I think the Falcons are a sleeper team, and you can get them at plus 200 to win the division.
0: That's See? I knew you would know. You got them at plus 200 <laughs> to win the no, division. No, I got them
2: at plus 210 because I'm better than everyone else, and I found better. Oh, you vibration. got him
0: earlier. It didn't change now. So. Oh, I'm yeah, just saying, I knew hard you hard was going to have money on whoever you was going to say with for, for sleeper, and then you had the odds down pat. Oh, ooh, Falcons. That's tough. Nah, screw the Falcons.
3: I feel like and no disrespect, Ken, because you know, <laughs> I, I value your opinion a lot. I feel like no disrespect is disrespect. such a cop out <laughs> answer just because that division is gonna be so bad. Like we look at the worst divisions in the in the league going into the season and and that Looks like it's gonna be the worst one.
0: But like we're sleeping on that whole division. We're only giving the Saints credit. Like people are literally only talking about New Orleans when they talk about You're the.
2: Talking about Derek Carr like he's Derek Carr from like four years oh, ago. I'm over Derek
1: Carr. Like, like, like,
2: can we stop this? Derek Carr is still like a, a good quarterback. Like he's he's a starter in the league, but he's not what he was when he had a near MVP season with the Raiders. So, I just look at the rosters top to bottom. I don't like Bryce Young personally, so maybe that's why I'm out on Carolina. I see a lot of what people. Do
1: people do him. You? you don't like him personally. <laughs> well, he's fi- he's
2: five like player wise. Yeah. That's right, <laughs> because <fair>, <laughs> I don't like Desmond he, ready, he, didn't, he didn't DM back and forth and he said that he hated Canada. So we're good on that front. But
1: oh, he hates Canada. That's
2: well, hard. who doesn't? But I do think <laughs> I just like that roster. I like how well coached they are as well. Um I really do like Arthur Smith, so I don't think that that's crazy to have the Falcons. They're the second best odds to win the division.
3: No, I don't think it's that no, it crazy. wasn't crazy. It was just because it's that, just like, that division is so... Keep
2: in mind, last year, the division winner was eight and nine, and the other three teams were seven and ten. They right. all went seven and ten last year. So yeah, it, it, <laughs> it came was close. just the like, definition it was... of a toss-up, and when you watch the Falcons, how many leads they blew late in the year because Mariota made terrible decisions. <laughs> And they're, they're,
1: they've, they've the that
2: serious yeah now he's the backup in Philly
0: yeah so chris who is your sleeper team my Giants just keep it going every other one because I'm not going oh, Cowboys no. obviously All
1: right, I could even say the Giants but we'll, we'll talk about the Giants
0: are uh, they really the sleeper team though people think they're going to the playoffs they're not anything more than
1: that I think this it's weird to say it but the Steelers I kind of feel like they're the last few years have been on the radar, and I feel like this year they're going to kind of go back to Steelers, the the Steelers of old, and be relevant. Like we got T.J. Watt's going to be healthy. Still got Cam Hayward. Mika Fitzpatrick is is a ball hawk, maybe the best safety in football. And um, I think Pickett and and the weapons he has at receiver, I think Pickens is going to be a monster. Where she, I think he might emerge this year and all that. Still got Deontay uh, Johnson. Um, I like him. They got a nice They got, They drafted that kid, Warren, who I really like. He might take what's his um, who's the starting running back's name again? Najee. Uh, Najee Harris. I think he, I'm not saying he's going to take his spot, but he going to make him because Najee is like 3.8 yards of carry and all that. Warren, this kid is, is talented. I, I've liked them a lot. and I think he could do some things. So I think the Steelers like low key slept on and
2: they went from having a bottom five O line to having yeah. probably a mid-tier one, which is yeah. why I think both Najee and Warren will both look good this yeah. year. Yeah, I, I
1: think they bounce back big. I usually don't like quarterbacks who wear gloves, but um, Pickett is um, – he's different. I think he's going to have a bounce-back season with the gloves. So um, go- I think the Steelers are, are – are, they're going to be a playoff team, and um, I know they missed the playoff with the last couple of years, I feel like, or last year. Uh they'll bounce back, they're gonna be a playoff team, they're gonna be dangerous. You know, I know Barry was on the Ravens and and the Bengals. Um also the Bengals low-key uh overrated too. I think. I think uh I
0: said uh, on what Ken, I wanna say it was your show. I said I think the Steelers slip into the playoffs.
2: Yeah, you did.
1: Okay, yeah. I was gonna yeah, say I wanna
2: say. year despite missing pretty much everybody. So I don't think that's... Yeah,
0: all the injuries they had last year in Amos May. Like, I feel like... And Tomlin doesn't go under 500, so he's continued that streak, so... That
2: dude, like, but but I just, think we also a said the that the Steelers, you're going to learn a lot about in week one because you're going up against San Fran, who's one of those teams that they're, like, second-best odds to win the NFC. They maybe don't have the quarterback play, but you're going to see how they measure up against a good D-line, which they're going to have to do all year in that division. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's a good test game of like if they get blown out by the 49ers at home then I'm probably out on Pittsburgh but if they even keep it close then I could talk myself into them being good
0: Alright y'all gonna kill me for this really because I think like I wanted to go a different direction so now I'm gonna just spice it up a little bit I'm gonna go to Denver Broncos I'm gonna say the Denver Broncos because I and I think people think the Denver Broncos I think people think they're going to be absolutely horrible, and I know what Jerry Judy's hurt, so he's going to miss a couple games um, at the very least. But he wasn't put on IR. He wasn't put on IR, if I'm not mistaken. So I think it's like one to two weeks um, he'll miss. I know they got some injury-prone guys. Uh, Javante Williams is coming off, but like, look how we valued Denver last year. Like, like there's a lot of people who thought Denver was going to be a damn good team last year, and then as bad as Russell Wilson played, and, and I get it, bro. He played absolutely terrible. Um, I'm no longer a believer. I actually would becoming a believer the year before last because the year before that, I was all for Russell Wilson winning MVP. Um, But I just think, bro, with Sean Payton, you're not going to get nearly half the bad coaching mistakes that we saw, even in close games against bad teams. Like you saw coaching mistakes and then bad quarterback play didn't help it. I don't. I think Russell Wilson going to be all in. I think his job is essentially on the line. Like, Sean Payton don't play that BS, bro. He not finna sit here and let you become more of a celebrity than good quarterback or good football player. This is a dude that, like, bro, Russell Wilson has been to the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson is a good quarterback. Like, I know he's coming off a bad year, so it's tough to, like, die on that hill. But, like, bro, this man is good. Um, Ken, Ken's about to go. Uh, appreciate you, Ken, for just jumping in for a second.
2: Go Lions!
0: Yeah, all know. I'm riding with 15 all the way, but like, bro, I just think I think the expectation for the Broncos is so low with 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 Sean Payton, bro. Who who can, bro? With Courtland Sutton and Jerry Judy and Javante Williams, like he can make some shape offensively where they could score some points. They have a really good defense. They don't have to score 30 points a game to win. This isn't a team where it's going to ride on Russell Wilson, averaging 325 yards and four touchdowns a game. And I just think everybody's so out on Russell Wilson and kind of Sean Payton was able to step away from the game. So, like, you kind of forget how good he was offensively and, like, even knew how to use a Taysom Hill and knew how to win games when Drew Brees was out with Jameis Winston. Like, it's not like he hasn't won a few games here and there with less. The Broncos won how many games last year? Six? five or six I think five. like five with what three games just flat out blown on coaching mistakes probably two more games blown on absolutely horrible quarterback play in that stretch missing weapons here and there like if you get them back healthy after the first couple of weeks and Sutton can if he could stay healthy and obviously that's a big if when the guy does get hurt but at the end of the day everybody comes into the season when they are healthy I don't wish injury upon them I hope they can stay healthy so I just really feel like the way everybody so out on Denver, bro, they have an opportunity to be pretty good. Like, and I'm not saying they're not going to win the division. They might not even sneak to into the playoffs, but I think in that week 16, 17, and 18, they're going to be right there and if things shake their way and they could kind of control or the t- uh, they need a team to lose while they're sitting out there because very well, some of these AF teams, AFC team schedule, I almost don't see a team not winning If you don't win 10 games, I think that's the bar to make the playoffs. But then again, certain teams don't meet expectations. Injuries do happen. And if things shook their way, they could be an 8-10 to win team improving upon the first year of Sean Payton and find themselves where even if they don't make the playoffs, they were in that conversation the last three weeks. They had everything to play for. And I don't think people think the Denver Broncos are that. Like I think they think they're one of the bottom seven to eight teams in the league and won't be playing for nothing past week. 12 or 13 like it'll essentially be Sean Payton out on Russell Wilson there's people going out and saying Russell Wilson gets benched and Jared Stidham comes in and you essentially finish the last six or seven games what seeing as Stidham is better than Russell Wilson or tanking and getting trade packages together for one of these quarterbacks whether it's Drake May or you know Sean Payton spends heavy on everybody every quarterback's pro day and things like that like I just don't see it being one of those seasons I think they're going to be with Russell Wilson through majority of his contract because I think Sean Payton is gonna give him the right mentality and he'll come in a little bit different. You're not gonna see celebrity Russell they Wilson with in- him
1: for at least two more years. Cause that that cap hit is crazy. Yeah, that
0: cap hit is absolutely insane. And if he doesn't work with Sean Payton, everybody's gonna be all out on Russell Wilson. Nobody's trading for that contract. That's a hundred percent for
1: sure. Let me let me ask you something on Russ quick. Cause obviously the way last year was that that was that's a big indictment on him. But let's say I don't think he's going to play as bad as last year. I, I, I just – that was a lot of Nathaniel Hackett and all that. But let's say it's a – it's a – it's a not a Russell Wilson year. Not even Not even that. Let's say it's a below average year again. The Does this hurt his Hall
0: of Fame ch- chances, you think? I think so because you're stuck with him or he doesn't – like it's an if, – if this is who he is or close to it, if he's just slightly above better than who he was last year, then you're talking about for the next three to four years, that's how he's going to play. Like, you're talking about closing out bad your last five or six years. Like, it, in a sense, bro, it becomes, we're not getting into it. All I'm saying is this statement. We're not going any farther than this. It becomes the Eli Manning conversation. Like, yes, he got the two Super Bowls, but either he was average outside of that or the rest of his career. I think with Russell Wilson, the thing was, he's not average outside of the Super Bowls, but. I mean, your last five or six years, your last three to four years being bad, injury prone, that could be an indictment. So yes, if he plays below average, you start to think about it, especially if you start to project like, bro, Buddy got an insane cap hit. He's either going to be a bench player or you're stuck with him sucking for the next couple of years until we can get off that contract. So I would say it could be like that. It starts to turn into that Eli argument. Like, yeah, he got two Super Bowls, but Look at the end of his career. Look what he was outside of that. That's that's what I think it could be with Russell Wilson. So I would say, yeah. I think he has to at least play good. He's got to be a top 15 quarterback. I don't think that should be a tough ask for Russell Wilson, who's like essentially been a top 10 quarterback until last year. We're asking you to be five spots I below mean, what you've
1: been. Top three. I mean, at, that one, at one point, he was probably the third best quarterback, you know, at least at one point. He that's was what I'm three. saying. But I'm just saying top 10, like any given
0: year in top 10, you know, he's had a couple of years, top three, top five. But, like, any given year, he's easily been top ten. I feel like there's been no argument about that until last year. And so, like, if you could get into that top 15 and you just be good, I think all Sean Payton needs is good enough. He took a team like Drew Brees with a shot shoulder to the playoffs. Like, in and, and that stretch when Drew Brees missed a few games, he was winning games with Jameis Winston and uh, Taysom Hill. So, it's not like Sean Payton hasn't won some games here and there with mid-quarterbacks. So, if you can't just be mid – and win some games with a with a good roster, Sean Payton gonna fire your ass up, and you're gonna be a this, lot of like, This is where oh,
1: having sorry. like uh like regular season accolades helps because if Russell Wilson had an MVP on his under you know on his mantle, maybe that if he does have a couple bad years in the crowds, he still probably gets in the Hall of Fame because he has the MVPs and that holds a lot of weight. Yeah,
0: you but know? you know, uh, the
1: fact listen like Matt Ryan, look at Matt Ryan, like there's still a chance. Matt Ryan could be a Hall of Famer because of that MVP season. Like, obviously, if he won the Super Bowl, I think he would be a Hall of Famer, but like that MVP, we're always going to be like, yeah, but Matt Ryan did win an MVP. they like, He did take the team to the Super Bowl, and they were, you know, they should have won the Super Bowl. So, like,
0: and they had some where, like, the
1: run, not winning an MVP maybe hurts because that could, yeah, he didn't. He had a bad cup last year, but he's an MVP and all that, you know. So, I don't know. That's just my thinking.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I, just really, it's, it's because, like, bro, I just think Denver's getting so disrespected that, I mean, it's not hard to exceed expectations. So I guess that's a cop out saying I think Denver could exceed expectations, but I just think they could be that team where they find themselves in the playoff hunt a lot later than people think. Like people it's think injury, bro, five, so they're like, kind of out on and Denver. We know they're going to be. They just start sure one and The guys
1: are hurt though. Like you still you're trusting your running back coming off an ACL. You Judy, your best receiver is. Is, is is all is going to miss the first few weeks of the season? You know, Sutton had an injury last year. You know, you got a lot of uncertainty on the offensive line. I know Sean Payton's there, but I don't know. There's just I know the defense is great and all that, and we're expecting because you go from Daniel Hack to Sean Payton, and, and that's probably the the best. You know, that's a massive upgrade. But like this roster is,
0: I don't know. And I've seen Sean Payton make Marquise Colston look like a Hall of Famer. That's all I'm saying. I know he had Drew Brees, I'm but
1: just injuries. That's my he's thing. It's not to the talent. talent. It's not the talent of the guys because they have the receivers. Judy could be special if he's ever healthy. Sutton, too, is a solid receiver. And that, that tight end, what's his name? I'm Dutch, I forgot what his name is, but he's solid. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, but
1: uh, I don't know. I just don't – I don't. they just – the injuries worry me and all I think maybe next year we might they might be, but I
0: don't know. I think I, the defense being good and you cutting down a lot of the coaching mistakes and slight better quarterback Ooh. play than last year makes you a lot better team than you were last year. I mean, a couple games was on coaching mistakes flat out, and then a couple games was bad quarterback play. So if I've upgraded the fact that I think Russell Wilson is going to play better under Sean Payton and I get rid of those coaching mistakes that Sean Payton is not known for and won't do, like, for the most part, I mean, everybody has a hiccup here or there, but I don't think we're going to see the bad coaching throughout games like we did with Nathaniel Haggard. I think, like, even just upgrading coaching and expecting Russell Wilson to play better already makes the Broncos better, but I'm not, I mean, he's some guys good. need to just stay as coordinators
1: and Nathaniel Hackett is a perfect example of like, just be a coordinator. No, Nathaniel players.
0: Hackett should only be a coordinator with an Aaron Rodgers team because some guys aren't even that great. They just have a great quarterback to master. So we have Rob on here, right? And, and so listen, I'm not good with all this presentation stuff. I was trying to figure it out before the show, but it doesn't matter because you guys have it on your phone. So I can just flash it up here, but I'm glad Rob was able to join because he is the guy who coordinated this graphic. He is the guy that put this idea together and got us all as a uh, NFL analyst collectives at off the ball network. And if I'm not mistaken, pretty much everybody that's in at least the NFL world submitted up, oh, boom, see Rob know what he doing, man. So Rob is actually here to help me, but he know what he's doing. But without further ado, the off the ball network power rankings, if they pop up and here they go. These are the off the ball network power rankings. But this is all shout out to Rob. He put all this together. He got all this. He tallied up. This is this came up. This is as a collective. Some of us have certain teams, different places. And that's why we're also here to discuss. But Rob, I'm going to hand you the floor with the first question. Who is your biggest, like, where's your biggest question mark within the rankings?
3: I want to say the Cleveland Browns. And and the reason I say that is because, so, for those of you that don't know, these are, the reason these are the official network power rankings is because all the people who, who chose to participate, they all sent me their rankings one through 32. I put them in an Excel spreadsheet, ranked them for each person, and then took the average. And whatever the average is, that's that's where they fall, in. that's what you see on the screens. So, the Browns were weird to me because somebody had them. I want to say as high as nine. Um, I didn't have them very high, but somebody I I can't remember who it who it was at off the top of my head. I think somebody had them at like nine or ten, and I thought that was weird because yes, they got Deshaun Watson, but I mean it's it's the Browns. I don't think their roster is really ready for that yet, especially considering how how tough the AFC North is. Um, my biggest question mark, definitely for sure, is the Browns. Yeah,
0: I had the Browns at seventeen, and I actually had I had the Vikings ahead of them, I had the Giants ahead of them, and I had the Steelers ahead of them. So the teams directly behind, outside of New Orleans, I had those three teams, those three teams ahead of them. I don't. I'm not, you, you, they got to prove it, bro. Like the Browns, the jets, like now I am higher on the jets because they borderline missed the playoffs. And we're talking about, this was an elite defense last year. And so when you do have weapons and get to add a quarterback, I'm not going to say you got to prove it. You're going to be the typical bum jets that we're used to. And I'm going to put you at 18. Like I'm going to put some respect on Aaron Rodgers and, and the way they were able to bring in players and knowing what they had coming back from last year. We felt like they were a quarterback away. But like the Browns hype is essentially like we're just flat out planning on Deshaun Watson to be like return back to like borderline MVP yeah. for him. Like he was playing like an MVP caliber player. And so I have to see it like sitting a whole year away from football, obviously like a year and a half. What basically you have seen it, you know, at the end of last year when he did come back, like he had some bright moments, but essentially like he didn't look like the same Deshaun Watson. And then I think he's going to look a little rusty at first. Like, bro, like majority of players are the first couple of weeks. I mean, what is it? We used to say that the season doesn't start till after week four. That's when really the season starts. That's when you start to see who teams really are. Maybe a good team like a Kansas City Chiefs loses to the Colts. And we, oh, and then we're like, oh, that loss didn't even matter then. Like it was a hiccup along the road of getting rolling for getting that midseason form. So I'm with you on the Browns. Chris, what, what? Right, is there somebody that really stand out to you positive or negative or both
1: um not really i'm not really tripping over i feel like everybody maybe like i mean we could nitpick like a team maybe a slot or two but i honestly when we when we did it i was like you know i think these are these are pretty good rankings like i had the giants kind of in that middle territory that four i think i had them 14th and all that they're at 16th I ain't tripping over that. I had the Browns, I think, 14th. Um, but to be honest, maybe the Dolphins. I would have a little bit higher, you know, because I don't know. I'm really high on the. I know it's hard. It, it's tough to be high on the Dolphins when their quarterback is is uh, is Tua. Not because of the talent, but like the injuries and all that. But, um, yeah, no, I don't really have any issues with this. Uh, to be honest, you know, like I said, I, I am. I, I think that. The 49ers are a little overrated, but going into the season, I mean, I think they're in the right spot. Even the Cowboys, I mean, I could say maybe to put them a couple notches down, same with the Jets and all that, but it's always tough to figure out preseason, you know, power rankings. But I- I'm not tripping over the maybe you have the Steelers a little bit higher, but to be honest, I think I think this is uh I've seen a lot of power rankings, and to be honest, I think our power rankings are actually pretty pretty solid to be honest you know not to toot our horn but i think our prior rank is a pretty
0: solid you know so uh no i don't really have that much argument well rob would know because he looked at everybody's so i would assume was it a unanimous 32 for the cardinals uh, yes okay well it was my biggest question is like okay at 32 like i'm like Unless somebody thought like maybe the Texans would be worse than the Cardinals, like I figured, like bro, it's got to be unanimous. Like I it's kind Tapper of the 31. world of the NFL that the Cardinals are going to be the worst team, and that was that when they trade, release Colt McCoy and trade it for Josh Dobbs, and we're like, oh, you're going to rock with Josh Dobbs or Clayton Tune. Not that him. I thought Colt McCoy was going to win. Not that I thought Colt McCoy was going to win ten games or nothing, but like. I was like, oh, you know, the Cardinals could suffice, and they could decide to bring Kyler Murray, and he's three and three through six games, and then Kyler Murray take over, and they win about six or seven games. Like I thought that'd be accurate enough, but then they did their moves, and I'm like, bro, tell me you want Caleb Williams without just yelling at me directly that you want Caleb Williams. Uh, my biggest, I, I I won't, I don't have a problem at all. I think, obviously, I think people were a little bit lower on Washington than myself. I had them a few notches higher. I actually had them at 20. And even I felt like I should have them a couple slots higher than 20, like in that 18-ish. But then, like, I'm kind of looking at the collective. I guess based on these rankings, I would have them at 19. I would have them better than Denver, Green Bay, Tennessee, and Atlanta would be like. So I think everybody kind of fell out lower because if I had them at 20, and then the average of you know like somebody had them probably at like 26, 27. and I think that's way too low for Washington. I the think only he,
3: disrespectful person was was um, Ken. He had him at thirty.
0: Jesus, uh, Christ. When he really had him at thirty. That makes feel six. better by having them at twenty five. <laughs> Bro, yeah. Rob, Rob kicked me out when I was just joking and saying thirty two. Commanders,
2: <laughs> like I was. <laughs> <laughs> I my thing
1: is with I the did. commanders is just. If, you tell, Chase, if you tell me Chase Young has a monster season and Sam Howell is solid, then I could say okay, they're in the middle
0: of the pack. But
1: Chase I Young getting traded
3: at the deadline.
0: Chase Young or of trade bait if he's healthy. Because they're not gonna pay him. So like they're not paying him, obviously, because they declined this fifth
1: year. So like they but we've seen guys in contract years have monster years. And all that. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a 15 sack season, but I don't know. Too many injuries for him. I don't know where his body is right now. At so there's just a lot of questions that at some key like the quarterback position, and and with Chase Young, so it's just hard to figure out. And then the division's tough, and all that. Like they have the talent. Like their defensive line is is tremendous. I Jonathan Allen's a monster you know, Montez went to beast and all like they got weapon. And then they, they have One of the best front in the, and the, the banged up. I don't know. It's just those that not forgetting about the division and like, you know, whatever, taking that off. It's just, there's just some concerns I have with like key positions. And then the coaching, you know, that coaching situation's kind of in, you know, we don't even know if, if, if coach is going to last. And I love Ron Rivera. He's a, he's a Hispanic. I root for, you know, we don't, there's not a lot of Hispanic head coaches. If any, I think he's the only one, maybe but, the only one. So like. I don't want to see the man get fired because then, I mean, there's no Hispanic head coaches, but, like, I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the commanders, like, if they start the season off one and four, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, if we see Eric Bieniemy as the head coach. So, like, I think that's what – like, we're kind of – they're kind of waiting for Bieniemy to, to uh, be the guy, you know, there. If he's – you know, but the players, you know, unless they keep complaining that the practices are too hard, but <laughs> but – I know, just the weird, the this, this certain positions that there's just too much, I, I'm not certain about. So that's why I'm kind of low on them because of that. You know, if they had a quarterback that I trusted more, but we'll see with Sam Howell, you know, that they're giving him a shot. And I wish more teams would do what they're doing, give fifth-round picks more of a chance and all that. But
0: Hot take, hot take, since we're at the Commanders. And there are two teams in that bubble of where I said they are. Hot take. I think Washington commanders are a bad start away from firing Ron Rivera, upgrading Eric B enemy, continuing to suck, hoping certain things shake out certain ways in college football and call Ryan day. I'm not calling for Ryan day's job while saying that. Listen to me. You are. And here's, Listen, no, I'm not. Because I don't think Ryan Day should be national fired. Ohio wants him fired. Listen, I don't care about them. I do, not, the way. <laughs> I do not want him fired. Trust and believe I am not on that side. But Washington, there was, remember, there was rumors like two years ago after he was like uberly successful, didn't win the national championship. Remember coming out of the COVID year when he won the national cha- or went to the national championship, there was a lot of like, he was linked to possibly being like the office of coordinator for the Washington Commanders. Let's say Sam Howell turns out pretty decent or Washington is pretty bad. I don't think they'll be bad enough to get a top quarterback, but let's say they are. You upgraded Eric bien You proved it didn't work as well, even though you didn't get him handed the card. Hey, we had a a tryout. Ryan Day could be available, and here's where I think Ryan Day could be available. If Ohio State doesn't beat Michigan and everybody panic and all this, and Tennessee Titans suck, and Mike Vrabel will entertain being the Ohio State coach. That's my hot take, is that Titans absolutely suck, Mike Vrabel finally considers being a college coach. He said he never would, but there's only one place that we know he would go. And if that availability happens, it's because the Tennessee Titans suck and everybody just kind of mutually start to agree. The only person that gets fired is Ron Rivera. That is my, that is my, or they keep Eric B. as a head coach and have Ryan Day as offensive coordinator for a year. And wait, then- wait,
1: hold up. Why would Ryan Day, why would Ryan Day go from being the head coach of, no, 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 no. He's making good money. He's not going to get more money being an offensive coordinator. Why would he go from being the head coach of a top five program in the country,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the head coach of the top go five program in the NFL, team, being the offensive coordinator, of the Washington Command. you know what?
0: You got to start somewhere. If
1: you, if no, you no, no, no you don't know, no, you know what's no, you know not gonna happen. He's gonna be the head coach. Oh, come on, no, listen, bro, because you're gonna make I'm it like a that. That doesn't even make. T- would you advise him to like? Nobody would even advise him. That doesn't even make
0: sense. Why would he do
1: that? Not, a,
0: but not everybody's going to get the situation where you get to go be the head coach of the Cardinals and get the number one pick, like Cliff bro. Kingsbury. Cliff King. I'm saying Cliff Kingsbury left Texas Tech to be the head coach at Arizona only because Kyler Murray was the number one pick. If If Kyler Murray was not being able to be drafted, Cliff Kingsbury to be offered the
1: coordinator, he left to be a head coach and he got fired he, from Texas Tech. He
0: would not Ryan
1: Day is on. The, the top five job in the country as the head yes.
0: coach, he Go- just went toe-to-toe with Georgia. <laughs> I'm not to be I lose his job, but I can see where if, if he don't beat Michigan, I already see it because you see it for Ohio State fans. They're calling for his job. And who have they talked about it even is. last year? Even uh, I will agree, but even last year when they were like, oh, Ryan Day's on the hot seat, who would be his replacement? Guess who the first person that got plugged in and when rumors start, bro? They don't just always, it ain't just the fans, bro. When rumors start, Steve, Mike man. Vrabel, Mike Definitely. Vrabel would be their target. So if Tennessee sucks, you don't see it happening. I see it being possible. You gotta you know, hire was, a
1: fired head coach to be oh, oh, and over. I don't, I don't know, whatever you guys drinking in Ohio State, I need to stop because y'all, bro, you're y'all panic over crazy. Does that make sense? It was just, it was, does that make sense for
0: him? Rob, did Washington a not o. just try to State after we beat after we went to the national championship? Was it not rumored that Ryan Day was going to be the officer coordinator for the Washington Commanders? It was they had very, 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 very high interest. Ryan Day just said no. And at the time, yeah, it didn't make sense, you know, because your seat wasn't hot. Why would, Why would I leave? I just went to the national championship. Why
1: would I leave? He going to take a crazy pay cut to be an O.C.? All I'm saying,
0: all oh, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. saying, he's he's be Ohio State. state? He's not going to be an OC for forever. Not everybody get to did. jump from and head coach. Not everybody not get to jump from immediately be a head no, coach.
1: You're not leaving one of the premier elite jobs in college you know, football making, what, $7 million a year to be an offensive coordinator for a million dollars or less. Like, no. No. No.
0: Much on my my second maybe with the possibility when I literally said the enemy would finish out the rest of the season and then they go on high and ri- hire Ryan Day as head coach and I, I said worst. Did- Why would he even be like y'all? Oh, I know, I'm better. Like no, I want the head coach. No, no.
3: Did you not just no. hear what I
0: said? Now you're flipping out. You're not even listening. I just said my original scenario was they fire Ron Rivera based off your one and four start. They fire Ron Rivera. They upgrade Eric B enemy to head coach. Eric B enemy finish out the season. They give him his tryout, and they're like, nah, we still going to move in a different direction because they continue to stink. Boom, we hire Ryan Day as the head coach. I said, or, or, and I don't really believe the or, or they try one more year with Eric B. Enemy, They get acclimated, Ryan Day, to the NFL, and they're like, hey, if Eric bien sucks, you're going to be the head coach one, after one year anyway. He could be the head coach for Washington, though, and I don't think that would be stupid. Not the one so you wouldn't leave. So you wouldn't leave. What if you wanted to be an NFL head
1: coach? To be an offensive coordinator.
0: Focusing on, on offensive coordinator. You always do that. You didn't listen to the first thing I said. No, I said to maybe be,
1: be a head coach. If you're telling me I'm gonna be the head coach of the Washington Commanders, then okay, then yeah, I'll leave Ohio State to be a head first coach. First in NFL. Not to be an offensive coordinator and yeah. maybe be a head coach in a year or two. I, no the first I thing know. I said
0: was he would be, the head, be coach. Coach. The, okay, said, the head coach. The first thing I said coach head coach that's different if he, and you still if were like oh would you leave for the, the coach the commanders and then no, i was like oh, yes of course even yes. if
1: you're telling me he's going to be the head coach of the, of the commanders it, it it's still tough for me to be like all right i'm gonna leave ohio state but to be a coordinator like you said nah i'm definitely no, not a coordinator he, a head
0: coach yes he he, he he but if he wants to be a head coach in the nfl and, and washington fire Eric B enemy and Ron Rivera. And that's there. It's like, well, why would you leave a top five program to be the head coach? But everybody got to get in somewhere. Cliff Kingsbury was never going to get in. If he didn't get in, no, in Arizona,
1: no, that's <laughs> a scenario different it, to leave, to leave Ohio state. To be a head coach with Washington and he has the a top, whatever top five pick or whatever. Then yeah, that makes sense. But to be an OC, no, no,
0: I, I don't think, think he, I think the OC was more outlandish and just like a mutual agreement. If, if Ryan day was adamant on getting to the NFL, I Don't think that'll happen, but I do think he got oh, my initial statement. Was Bobby, I think he, he could be the Washington Commanders head coach, and, and Mike Vrabel would leave Tennessee and go to Ohio State. By original stance, I think that might that be
1: what good,
3: so. So, let me so let me let me talk. Let me talk. Let me Mike so, first crazy, of all, man. Mo, can you take the sleeper team off my face? Yeah, my I feel like Mike Wazowski <laughs> in the just, movies. His face keeps getting my bad. Let, let me just. Head. So let me let me start by saying this. Back when Ryan Day, in his first year, went to a national championship game, the move possibly made sense. To offer him the money to come be the O.C. It was his first year. It was still Urban's team. He did that with Urban's team. It would would have made sense. Now, probably not so much. I just looked it up. His salary right now is an estimated $6.65 million per year. Mm-hmm. And the enemy that. is making one. Head coach, though. I'm saying right, off my let, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish.
0: Offensive coordinator, you Beyonce folk.
3: had one of the best music videos of all time. I'll let you finish in a minute. We cannot go from Ron Rivera to Eric bien to Ryan Day in less than three years. After the shit show we just had with Dan Snyder, and of the coaches that he's had since 1999 when he bought the team, one coach has gotten an extension. That was Jay Gruden. I was the only coach that ever signed an extension under Dan Snyder was Jay Gruden. We cannot. So to answer your question, Chris, no, the fans, I don't speak for all fans, but I can, I can say with confidence, the fans are not going to want to see Ron Rivera, Eric B enemy, and then Ryan day in a span of less than three years. That's not how we want to start off this new ownership.
0: But do the fans even want to see like if Ron Rivera. So if Ron Rivera gets fired, the fans want to see Eric B enemy as head coach. Absolutely. That's pretty, pretty you're you're in the Washington realm. You talk to Washington people. So, like if Robert Vera gets fired, there's no give Eric Bienemy a dress rehearsal for the rest of the year. And if we don't like what we're seeing, let's entertain just an entire new coaching staff. That's not on the table. They don't want to see that on the table.
3: So within the commander circle, a lot of people, myself included, that we believe that Josh Harris wanted Eric Bienemy. From the jump that was part of the whole negotiation and they that's why i go get eric v with the with the goal of after this year regardless of what happens whether we have a successful season or we don't ryan ron rivera will be given the opportunity to retire even if we have a terrible season go four and 12 4 and it's 13 terrible. that's easy to force retire him right or, or fire well and that's the thing they're not going to fire him they're going to say hey you played you're not it go ahead and just retire We'll give the keys to Eric Bien-Aimé. We'll give him the title, give him the salary, and then go from there. Because okay, a lot of us, a lot of people do think Ron, the, the game has passed Ron Rivera up. It passed him up a long time ago. He's a great motivator of men, but he is not a 2023 NFL head coach. He's a great guy.
1: And you love, great you love favorite.
3: the head coach
0: yeah you love you love the man like they like they love the players love the man i love ron rivera there might be some tears shed if he retires or gets fired like and there's gonna be a lot of great things that have not if they haven't already been said about ron rivera from former teammates like he's gonna have a send away of a lot of love and respect you could tell like people love that man but you also you can love a guy and realize like hey bro it's 2023 dog and like that 2002 coaching style just doesn't work and you haven't had the bill belichick success where we could continue to hold on to you because you're the face of the franchise for so long and won so much for us like if bill belichick only wins two super bowls in the span of 20 years like bill belichick isn't a patriots coach no more like it's I, i i fully believe that but when you win six bro you protect your job for a long ass time like even though like you lose Brady, you don't hit on draft picks. You haven't really been good since then. You protected it by winning six ch- Super Bowls being to what? Nine. They went to nine. Like you, you get to hold on to the fact that you're outdated coach when you've been to nine and you your Super Bowl contender every other year. And I get like Ron Rivera. They, they love him. Yeah. And I get, they love him and I don't want to spend too much time because kickoff is about to start. And I don't want really none of us to miss kickoff. So I appreciate y'all for coming on. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I appreciate everybody for listening. Make sure you go follow Chris at Off the Ball pot. Make sure you go follow Rob at FSC pot. We got a lot of things coming. I think I, I, we'll see you Sundays coming. Overreaction Monday is coming. If I'm not mistaken, it starts this week on Saturday. Okay. Hopefully, Rob. If you can't host it, I will.
3: I'll be um, there Saturday.
0: Okay. If I was gonna say, if you can't host, it, I'll establish that now. I will. Um, Overreaction Monday, same thing. If you can't host Overreaction Monday, I will. So we have that. I'm sure I'm going to do something either tomorrow or Saturday to talk more week two, probably more on up the flames than field stormers. Go check out the past two field stormers. We, um, at previewed the season recap, uh, week one and previewed week two coming up. So make sure you go check out that and get your college football fix prior to Saturday. You'll get your NFL fix again from the network as a whole on, um, with football and chill and see you Sunday. And then you'll get another fix on overreaction Monday. Make sure you go check out Jelani and Thad. Chris was on there. They put together a good, good show the other day as well. Um, Make sure you go check out the hoopers. They got something crazy cooking. Uh, Can't say much, won't say much, but they got something crazy cooking. They've hinted towards it on Twitter, but I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I appreciate everybody for listening on that note. Up in flames is out.